As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Who is January Jones? She is not a young, beautiful, talented actress on Mad Men. She is not an older, gorgeous, exotic dancer from the Johnny Carson Show. She is an author, and she wrote, Thou Shall Not Wine, The Eleventh Commandment, that reached number one at Amazon.com. She is a reality TV golf personality with World High Stakes Golf televised on HDNet. She is a humorist and winologist expert. She is your featured host today on January Jones Sharing Success Stories. So sit back, relax, and get ready to laugh and listen to Ms. Jones with her eclectic roster of guests as you learn life's lessons. These stories plus sharing equals success. Welcome and remember, beware. Because you are entering the no-whining world of January Jones. Now let me ask you a question. Have you ever met someone who knows the stuff we all should know? Great question, huh? (laughs) Tell me, would you like to know how you can be the one who knows the stuff everybody else should know? Now, would you like to learn what you can do to set the boundaries in your life? Have you ever tried to put the pieces of your puzzle together? Would you like to learn more about taking charge of your life before someone else does it for you? (laughs) Tell me, have you ever heard about a book called Stuff You Already Know and Everybody Should Know? 
Now, would you like to meet someone who has some of the answers that we're looking for today? Now, are you ready to learn how to be successful and how to make your life matter more? If you can answer yes or maybe to any of these questions, then you are in the right place. And I would like to welcome you to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Today, I will be introducing you to a new guest on the show. She is a success coach extraordinaire, and she will provide us with wonderful, informative, and inspirational lessons and some really, really great advice and some stuff you already know. I'm pleased to announce that this show is now live on Talk4 Media and syndicated on iHeartRadio Talk with over 55 million subscribers. We are archived 24-7 for your listening pleasure at iHeartRadio. Our show now has over 2.2 million listeners to date. So now it's time for you to sit back and relax as you enter the no-wine zone. Pour yourself a glass of wine, get some cheese and crackers, and enjoy our show. Now, let me tell you a little bit about our guest today. Our guest grew up in a small Midwestern town as the youngest of four kids. She credits her worth ethic to her entrepreneurial parents and her love for classic rock to her three older brothers. Her Midwest family raised a few eyebrows as she headed to South California in 01 to pursue a master's degree in counseling. I am pleased to welcome to the show today Gina, Gina DeLapa. Hi, Gina. How are you doing? Hi, January. It's great to be on your show, and I appreciate you bringing me on. It's a pleasure to talk to you and all of our listeners today. That's, that's a lot of listeners. Yeah. I, I, I often wonder who they are, but uh, I'm sure at some <laughs> point in my life I'll find out. Let's talk a little bit about your Midwestern childhood <laughs> and where your success story began, and who were your early mentors, Gina? My, I think my earliest mentors, January, probably like a lot of people listening, uh, were my parents. Uh, you know, whether I uh, liked it or not, I, I heard them. I, they were business owners. They had converted our garage to a takeout uh, pizza place uh, a uh-huh. couple years before I was born. And so every morning from the time I could remember, we would, they would be having discussions at the breakfast table, at the dinner table, about the business. So I got to hear about... Uh, buying decisions, about hiring and firing decisions, and that I think really shaped uh, my place in the world. And, of course, they put their four kids to work as early as possible. And so, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, for better or worse, I had the joy of making my own spending money, and and, uh, I definitely earned it. Um, Yeah, yeah, started out (laughs) with a grand total of 50 cents an hour. (laughs) <laughs> Great. <Yeah. laughs> well, you know, I was born in Michigan, and I see that you are back at the university, Grand Valley State University in Allendale, Michigan. And oh, what yeah. part of Michigan are you from? Uh, southwest, corner down, uh, Benton Harbor, St. Joe oh, area. Okay. Just kind of across, uh, yeah, near Kalamazoo, across, almost directly across from Chicago, although Chicago for us small-town Midwestern kids was kind of a half a world away. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> How is your weather this today? Uh, well, here I'm in San Diego now. I, we, oh. I had a winter about like the one they're having this year. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, what started this whole thing is 
Um, and, and everyone can relate to that pivotal moment that they weren't expecting. And, and for me, it was walking to the shower one cold, dark morning and, and stubbing my toe really hard and just, you might have heard me swearing because it was pretty <laughs> pretty loud, pretty vehement, and um, I was pounding the wall, and I, I realized later, okay, maybe something more is going on and uh, th- than just stubbing the toe. But it was kind of that wake-up call when I realized um, I'd just written a book about 401K plans, and I realized, okay, it was a thrill to publish a book, but writing about 401K plans isn't where it's at. <laughs> and I think everyone's got that moment when they say, is there more to what I'm supposed to be doing here? And is there, you know, and, and, and so for me, that was, that was the moment. And one thing led to another and I ended up in uh, Southern California for graduate school. And then uh-huh. uh, as you alluded to moved back to the Midwest uh, afterward and took the job at Grand Valley. But um, anyway, so okay. that's a little bit about, yeah. And then eventually I moved back out here. Okay. Well, i I've lived in San Diego, too, so I, I would say when you're trying to decide Michigan, San Diego, Michigan, San Diego, we all certainly understand why you made that decision. Gina, share a little bit with my listeners about what it was like serving as the editor for two national uh, newsletters, Loose Change and Four Bits. Was that a fun thing to do? Yeah, it, it really was because I was fairly young in my career, my late 20s when I took on that role, and, and I really had a lot of responsibility, and, you know, to have a newsletter that was going to companies nationwide, and they were giving it to either their clients or their, uh, their employees, uh, it was a pretty powerful thing, and back in the 90s, not many places were talking about financial literacy and educating the the workforce about managing their finances, which is obviously a huge part of of our lives. Uh, so it felt good to be part of that effort. And loose change, in particular, I, I'd like to say it was a cross between um, a Hallmark card and Mad Magazine. It was, it was <laughs> okay. kind of fun. It was a little offbeat. Uh, you know, we took a kind of a boring topic, if you will, uh, uh-huh. and, and made it fun and made it a little bit. Uh, approachable and, and irreverent, and, and we had a good time with it, and, and I'm still in touch with many of the folks that I worked with during that part of my life. I'm having dinner with two of them uh, on April 1st, and they're coming out here for a conference of some sort, and um, yeah, so it was it was definitely a good time, and, and I really appreciated that, um, mm-hmm. that they entrusted me with with that responsibility. It was a a good good gig, you might say. Absolutely. It sounds like a great experience. Now, share with us how you came about to write Stuff You Already Know. Uh, and I, I see that it started with random notes in a red leather notebook. How did that come about? Okay. Well, uh, it was a Sunday afternoon, and, and I wandered over to a bookstore in my neighborhood and bought that red leather journal that you talked about. And uh, uh-huh. the cool thing is they now they now sell my book, which is fun. I'm doing another <laughs> book. So it kind of came, came full circle. But when I started this, and, and I encourage everyone listening to, to 
undertake this. Go buy a notebook and start writing down what life teaches you. You'll find mm-hmm. it's very, very rich and and uh, helpful and just enlightening as you go back over and read it. But uh, I have a, a nephew who was starting high school at the time. He is mm-hmm. uh, the son of my good friend Gail. Gail and I have known each other since eighth grade. And so Adam was starting high school, and I thought, I'm going to jot down some notes for Adam. And... Uh, I'll present this to him around the time he's starting school. And I started doing that. And as I did, the the entrepreneurial wheel started turning Mm -hmm. at some point. And I realized, okay, this is is more than just a collection of notes in a notebook. This has the potential to reach a far wider audience, Uh, Mm -hmm. not just just teenagers. In fact, many of the things that I put in that journal – were things that Adam would appreciate later on in life. It wouldn't mean mm-hmm. much to him now, but but would later. And, um, you know, I just kept, this is going to sound very booga-booga, I don't mean for it to, but mm-hmm. I just kept kind of surrendering the whole thing because I didn't know where it was leading. And the more I surrendered it, the the stronger my ambition grew and the more people kind of flooded into my life to make it into something more than just this handwritten collection. So mm-hmm. the the book really, it turned into a book, and then the book has turned into really a series. Um, we've got a college book up on Amazon for pre-order. It'll be out officially May 1st. But, okay. And there's more where that came from. So, um, you know, it's weird how how little things turn out to be just really uh, life-changing and, in my case, career-changing. But everyone can do this. Everyone can go get a journal, go get a notebook, and mm-hmm. just start writing. It's fun. It's, you know, it's that's... Fun. Yeah, we talked to we talked to so many writers, authors on the show, and you know everyone has a book within them. But the Absolutely. real reality is, you have to start writing. If you don't sit down and put pen to paper or finger to computer and start typing, mm-hmm. this book is never going to happen. And it's amazing how it comes about. Now, how long did it take you to put this book together? And for my listeners, what's included? 437 nuggets of wisdom, 28 links to free online goodies to help you get even more from the book, and countless stories that will touch your heart. Gina, how long did this first book take? It took uh, not that long when you think about it. It took about a year. I'm going to have to do the math on it, but I started it in July of 2012, and it... Uh, I remember turning in the manuscript all uh, just slightly one year later, and then there were production things going on. But it was out by the fall, so uh-huh. not that long. Now the second book took a little longer. The second book has sort of been like the equivalent of sophomore year. It's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of like not quite do anymore. It's you know it's a little harder, and and any yeah. uh, any writer will attest to that. Anyone listening that um, somehow the second one is a little bit more of a challenge, but it's out, it's beautiful, and and, um, I'm having fun with that one, too. Uh Well, you know, I love your book. I love the presentation. I love the design. And there's a lot of humorous things. There's a lot of serious things. There's a lot of information Mm -hmm. from new grads to savvy parents, whether you are climbing the corporate ladder or living out your legacy years, stuff you already know and everybody sure 
is proud to provoke laughter, conversation, and contemplation. This is an amazing book to give as a gift, especially for young people. And, you know, speaking as the older generation, it is a delightful read, and it's a a perfect gift. You know, we're going to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back with Gina, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things in her book, and also we're going to talk about setting boundaries. We'll be right back with Gina DeLapa. Layla, a book by Jeannie Kerrigan, will take you on a journey, a raw, heart-wrenching journey. The final resting place? Love. Jeannie is an author, healer, and executive director of Ricky's Revolution Nonprofit. You can get your copy of her book at JeannieKerrigan.com. Ricky's Revolution comes directly out of Layla, dedicated to helping homeless runaway youths and victims of sex trafficking reach a place of safety. We distribute Jeannie's monkey named Ricky with vital hotline numbers embroidered on him free to children on the streets through loving collaboration with thousands. Proceeds from the book and your donations have saved lives. Ricky'sRevolution.org. January is thrilled to be welcoming Dr. Nancy Irwin, who will be co-hosting on iHeartRadio with January Jones. As a doctor of psychology, clinical hypnotist, and author of U-Turn, Changing Direction in Midlife, Dr. Nancy is an agent for change. Many people believe that change can be scary, but she believes it can actually be creative and fun. She does know a thing or two about change, because at age 44, she transitioned from a stand-up comedian to shrink. Oh, believe her, the road from comedy to mental health is very short indeed. Most fears are learned, and the good news is whatever we learned, we can unlearn. Smoking, overeating, fear of public speaking, test anxiety, what have you. On our show, we'll be discussing how you can dissolve that negative programming and free your inner winner. Change is inevitable. You can either affect it or accept it. Visit her site, DrNancyIrwin.com. Lately, there's a whining epidemic in our world. People are even whining about whining. Are you sick and tired of listening to everyone whining all the time? So was January Jones, the author of Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment that reached number one at Amazon.com. Ms. Jones based her book on a survey of the top 10 things that people whine about at all ages and all stages of life. January is a success coach that can tell you how to help others. When you buy Thou Shall Not Whine, the 11th commandment, you'll find out what people whine about and how to stop them from whining. This is the perfect gift book to give or get for any occasion. Thou Shall Not Whine was voted the best gift to be given anonymously for those special people in your life. Ms. Jones is an internationally known author in the style of Irma Bombeck, specializing in housewife humor with her book being published in Korea and China. You can find Thou Shall Not Wine at Amazon.com. Welcome back to the Thou Shalt Not Wine Zone. We're happy to have Gina DeLapa with us. She is the author of Stuff You Already Know and Everybody Should. Gina, share with my listeners uh, the three themes from your book, how you started out. Okay, so the three themes which really kind of emerged out of this compilation, they weren't things that I set out to make make themes, but, uh, but they just sort of presented themselves. And the first came from my father, set yourself up for success, was something that he had said to me back when I was 
uh, buying a house, and those words just boom, hit me between the eyes, and uh-huh. found they, they just apply to everything from, uh, you know, what time you go to bed to, to the kind of work you choose to where you park your car. I mean, it just, yeah. they touch on, on everything, and so that's actually nugget number one is set yourself up for success, and I say, look, you're the only one who can make this happen, and ultimately the only one who can keep it from happening. So you know, Gina, could you, could you share the advice your dad gave about kick kick it in the ass? In the I ass? love that story. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, a great it's called, story. <laughs> it's, called, it's called car repair, West Virginia style. My dad's from Clarksburg, <laughs> West Virginia, and uh-huh. I, I tell a story in the the book about every every day when I was a senior in college or a senior in high school, rather for the first three-quarters of it, my parents and I lived in Vegas. This was sort of a departure from the Midwest, but there we were living in Vegas, and my dad had this just big, giant tank of a car, and I would have to drive it to school with him in the passenger seat, which I don't, I wouldn't wish that on anybody, but um, Mm -hmm. we'd be driving, (laughs) and and the the car would conk out. I mean, always. You could just count on it, and so the light would turn from red to green, and every morning my dad would yell, kick it in the ass. <laughs> I got little spindly arms, okay? I'm, I'm like, I can barely see over the, over the steering wheel. I'm a little skinny 17-year-old girl, and he's like, kick it in the ass. And so, uh-huh. boom. So, you know, you had two, two speeds with that car, zero and, <laughs> you know, 90. Um, and, and meanwhile, you're turning left because it was always at the place where we were turning out onto the main street out of our little uh, uh-huh. subdivision and he would so but kick it in the ass has really become code for get it done quit messing around and 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 i've been known to say it to my older brothers so <laughs> okay uh, yeah well, but yeah it, uh, let's yeah. share a little bit with uh page two and three some of these are positively brilliant um uh, number three don't go to jury duty without your iPad. What great oh, yeah. advice is that? Now, did you? is that from your own experience? Okay, yes, January. I don't know why it is, but I must have something on my record. Maybe I ticked off somebody at the Department of Motor Vehicles, but I get called for jury duty lots. Like. <laughs> and so, I've, I, you know, I lived in Michigan for how many years? Never got a summons. Live out here. It's like, you know, I practically get my mail at the... <laughs> the courthouse, but um, anyway, so I've been to jury duty a few times, and and uh, yeah, so you learn. In fact, I, and I talk about this in the college book too. For anyone listening out there who is of college age or has um, family members who are, even if you're in college and you get called for jury duty, I know it's a big hassle, but this was really okay. I. I think we're going to uh, go to commercial, and when we come back, we'll be talking some more with Gina DeLapa, the author of Stuff You Already Know. Have you ever met someone who was shot in the chest in cold blood and lived to tell it? Now you have. Meet Hannah Lugerai Murray, author, advocate, and survivor of domestic violence, and now the founder and president of Angel of Mercy Shelter of Hope. Her dreamlike life turned to horror as her raging husband stood across her and fired his gun. She was left for dead. By a miracle, she survived to tell her story. Her book is available on Amazon and her website. If you'd like to have a personally signed copy, please visit her website at livetotellit.com. Hannah is now in the process of raising money to build her own shelter in Chandler, Arizona. Her shelter will house abused women, their children, and unique to Arizona, their pets. 
For more information, please visit our website at angelofmercyshelter.org. One expert, one solution. The book, The 411 on Step Parenting, teaches you how to create a well-blended step family. The 411 on Surviving Teenhood helps parents and teens cope with teenage temptations, teachable moments, and teenage social dilemmas. The books, The 411 on Life Skills and Ace Your Life, helps those living on their own with home and money management, personal care and safety, and much more. An award-winning, best-selling author, registered nurse, and personal growth mentor, Michelle Sfakianos will help you. Get the 411, my411books.com. Have you ever met someone who was unforgettable? Someone who has touched your heart and soul? People who have faced difficult problems? People who have fearlessly shared their stories, their struggles, and their successes? People who have priceless personalities? In my new book, Priceless Personalities, Success Stories Shared by January Jones, I am honored to be able to share with you people dealing with problems such as incest, molestation, child abuse, drug abuse, polygamy, unemployment, scandal, starting over, self-esteem, and workplace issues. My guests have all been exciting, eclectic, and energizing. They will amaze, amuse, and even astonish you. You will adore getting to meet them at Amazon.com. My book is now available, two-for-one, paperback and Kindle editions. I'm pleased to announce that uh, Priceless Personalities is now also available at audiobooks.com. We have a Priceless Personality visiting with us today, Gina DeLapa, and we're looking at her book, Stuff You Already Know and Everybody Should. Uh, Some of these I've just got to share with our listeners, Gina. They are so clever. Number six, anytime you're doing laundry, Throw in at least one pair of underwear, unless, of course, you're washing dish towels. That's great advice. (laughs) You know, because, yeah, I mean, how long does it take to wash and dry a load of laundry? And how often do you say, dang it, I I don't have any undies, you know? And so, you know, again, things things we discover along the way. That's why it's fun to write down these life lessons. And, yes, I'm glad I put in the dish towel caveat. Okay, now tell me a little bit about number eight. Now, this is uh, my brother Tony's advice. Get married in your own shoes? (laughs) What's that about? (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, to me, that's such a rich metaphor because, I mean, I think he said it literally uh, Uh as opposed to, like, renting your shoes. Tony's got enormous feet, so that's probably where he was coming from. Uh But to me, there's a (laughs) deeper message here. Tony's got a very dry sense of humor. He's also the one who said, if you think you're getting the flu, but you're not sure, the stomach flu, eat a sausage pizza. <laughs> It'll tell you real fast whether you get it or not. But uh, he could write his own book. But, um, but get- As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Be married in your own shoes, I think, is kind of stand That's- on your own two feet. No, no pun intended. But, uh, yeah. you know, it's great. But come into that. Yeah. As you are. I- I like that one. And number nine is another brilliant one. Never give your wife a gift from a drugstore or the airport. Now, yeah. I mean, that is such great advice. Who Did, did that come from, Tony? Uh, no, that came from a coworker who was uh, somebody I worked with across the miles, actually in San Diego. And he came to visit us in Michigan. And his, his uh, girlfriend had told him, don't get me a gift from the airport. And I thought, that's brilliant. That's so true because we so can true. tell. We can tell when you guys, you know, like, wow, how special it came, you know, from Rite Aid that you shouldn't have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Another so. one that I chuckled over was number 16. Never assume or ask a woman oh. if she's pregnant. Oh. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes, I was at a party once, and there was a many, many years ago, and and uh, I brought a, just a guy friend of mine, and so we went to this kind of like my rent a date, and um, uh-huh. so we go to the party, and there was a woman there that I knew. I knew her to be a teacher. I knew she and her husband did not have children, and she mm-hmm. had this kind of blousy top on, and she kept talking about my kids, my kids, and I knew she meant her the kids that she taught. And uh-huh. he said something about, so when is your next one due? <laughs> oh, dear God, like just beam me up to yeah. Australia. I'm going to just move until this whole thing blows over. But I just kind of <laughs> pretended not that it wasn't a big yeah. deal, and she let it blow over, but I was mortified. Oh. You just you don't assume. You just don't. Uh- Another one that uh, hit home for me was number 17. Never ask somebody, especially an elder like myself, who they voted for. Because so many people always just assume that you voted for who they voted for. And they just include you as either a liberal, conservative, or whatever. I happen to be an independent, and I, I think it's no one's business who you vote for. Don't you agree? Yeah, I, I totally agree, and and I think it tells more about us than than we want. Uh, if you know, if we ask that question, and along those lines, in January, I got to share a quick story that I think you'll you'll like, our listeners will like. Mm-hmm. San Diego received a new uh, bishop in the in the diocese last week, and a, a parishioner wrote to her priest and said, "Is he is the new bishop liberal or is he conservative?" And the priest wrote back and said. He's intelligent. <laughs> I thought that was just the perfect answer because perfect, people don't perfect. fit into neat little boxes, and we shouldn't go around trying to put each other in nice, neat little boxes. Let's be thoughtful and intelligent and kind and gracious and 
things will take care of themselves. Okay, now here's another one that uh, causes me to reflect. Number 24, don't confuse forgiveness with reconciliation. Oh, yes. Who did that come from? Well, I, somewhere along the line, I think I, I, I picked that up. I don't know if a, uh, I don't know if I could point to any specific thing, but but it's an important lesson that everyone can relate to because we have to to forgive. We have to be forgiven. But just because you forgive someone doesn't mean that you're going to go back into that relationship at the same level it was. Because hey, you know, like I say, love is free, but trust has to be earned. And mm-hmm. if you break my trust, uh, you know, hey, yeah. I'll forgive you, but I need to let you go because, um, you know, sometimes I say in the book, sometimes we need to let the relationship go so we can forgive. I think yes. I heard Tammy Faye Baker say that about Jim Baker years ago, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, it's, I think it's important that we're always called to, to forgive. It may take a lifetime, but... Uh, forgiveness heals us. It allows us to, to move on. We're not always called to reconcile, and so I think it's good to separate the discernment for the two. Mm-hmm. And it's really pretty yeah. freeing because we think, oh, I could never, you know, forgive. Well, maybe you can. You, you could never reconcile, and, and maybe you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that goes right along with uh, my telling my listeners that you were going to be giving us some really, really great advice. Uh, some of the advice was meant especially for me, such as number 25. Remember, you are not obligated to read books that come your way unbidden, not even this one. And as I sit here, Gina, across in my studio on the counter, there must be close to 30 books. <laughs> Yeah. that have been sent to me by various uh, authors and publicists. And it's overwhelming when I look at them, and I think I won't live long enough to read them. However, I have to confess to my listeners, this book that I'm reading now to you is something worth uh, reading. Uh, number 27 is a priceless gem. If you think you owe somebody an apology, you probably do. Keep it simple, but clear the air. That's such profound advice. Um, apologizing sometimes is so hard for people, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. But and as I say elsewhere in the book, beware the man or woman who can't be confronted. Uh, I mean, if you if you have someone in your life, all all of our listeners out there who can never admit wrong, can never take responsibility, that everything is somehow your fault or, or you bring up the slightest thing and they have a meltdown, that's not a good sign. That's not a healthy relationship because uh, in any healthy relationship, both both parties can say uncomfortable things at times, uh, and they, they need to have the, the, the space to do that. But this number 27, which you just brought up, January, does speak to our responsibility. Sometimes... Yeah, you know, you you make a comment, or you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you or you don't give someone that compliment that they really needed and were looking for, or you held back in some way. Um, clear the air. It, it just always yeah. feels better, and it gets the relationship restored rather than letting it fester. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this. Yeah. 
Yeah, step up to the plate, even if it's difficult. You'll feel better about it after. Um, one of my big bugaboos is something that you address in 32. Send meaningful thank you notes. And this means notes uh, written on paper. I'm so <laughs> tired of everyone texting me their thank yous. I suppose that's what the younger generation, that's all they do now, isn't it? Well, yeah, in large part. I mean, yeah, I mean, these days, and I think this was true even 20 years ago. It's definitely true today. When you get a handwritten note, I mean, that's practically an event. You know, you show mm-hmm. it to yeah. other people. And, and, uh, but again, uh, for our listeners of, of all ages, um, understand that you have the power to brighten someone's day um, with mm-hmm. a, a thank you note. And sometimes it's just plain deserved when someone goes out of their way to help you or invest in you in some way you want to do your part to Mm -hmm. make them glad they did and a handwritten thank you note speaks volumes because there's a wonderful saying go ahead I just think it's so special when you get something in the mail, and especially from my grandchildren when who are just learning how to write thank you notes oh, and trying to make it personal. Things like, what's your favorite color? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it well, means a lot to me when I get a, a, a special note from someone. Sure, and there's a, there's a wonderful saying that I, I have in one of my uh, e-books. It says, what comes from the heart reaches the heart. Uh-huh. And a handwritten yes. note does that. Okay. Now, what about, see, your advice in 35, I can't apply to myself because I actually have two uh, knee replacements. Okay. And your, your advice is take the stairs, preferably two at a time. I try to take the stairs whenever I can, but there's no way I'm going to do two at a time. <laughs> you know what? And that's why there's a, there's actually, I, I kind of talk about this in the note to the reader up front that uh-huh. what I suggest, anytime you say 437 things, it's bound that some of them are not going to fit. And so what I really encourage the reader to do is to filter all of these through your own lens and, you know, keep and pass along only the ones that, are helpful. Uh, so clearly, yeah. But but yes. I think if you can, if you take the stairs for sure. Yeah. And some of the stuff you share is just terrific uh, practical advice. Number 36, take a phone charger with you when you travel, because if you ever get stuck at the airport, you'll glad, you'll be glad you have it. And it's gotten to the point that my charger is practically the first thing I pack, because if you've ever been somewhere and needed it, you really need it badly, don't you? Yeah, exactly. And and if there's a delay at the airport, you feel almost, uh, you know, kind of cast out to sea if, if, if your phone's not working. And yeah, it's just a kind of a strain. It's, our phones have become almost surgically attached to us and we want them, mm-hmm. we want them functional at all times. And yeah, and I think that goes along with number 37, which is, and I've learned this the hard way too, be, before uh-huh. choosing a connecting airport, uh, decide how you would feel about getting stranded there overnight. Oh, good question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't tell you the airport, but uh, anyway, yes, I, I know I, what it is to, to get put can, up in a. I can guess. It's, I, just guessing, I would say it's got to be Chicago. <laughs> We'll just leave that a mystery. I don't want to disparage anybody's airport. Um, but <laughs> okay. nonetheless, yeah, it's, it's just, 
I, actually, I don't know any airport that, that I'd like to be stranded at overnight, but some are, I suppose, more desirable than others. Now, how about this one is uh, something that I wished I had started doing when I was younger. 39, mm-hmm. take notes on your own life. And you write that I was 28, 28 I bought a white leather journal so I could tre- keep track of what life was teaching me. That's a great advice, isn't it? But it's hard to do. Well, it's, it, it's easy to do. It's easy not to do, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. But really, you know, uh, I, I mean, for w- what you pay for uh, a takeout pizza, you can go to the go to your bookstore, go to Amazon, go to go to the grocery store and pick up a notebook. The important thing is just to start. And and I think what what our listeners will find is it's really kind of a uh, a comforting ritual. It becomes a, it's sort of like a journal with a purpose because, hey, life teaches us lessons. Sometimes the lessons mm-hmm. are hard, sometimes they're easy, sometimes they're joyful, sometimes they're not, but there's always something to be learned uh, out of all of them. And yeah, <laughs> why not, why not collect them? Well, you know, number 40 is precious because during our previous segment, we got, Gina got disconnected uh. from us. And her, her number 40 tip of the day is if you made the call, make it your job to call back if you get disconnected. And I have to tell you, Gina follows her own advice and she called right back in. Um, now, another big question, why do you advise buy full fat sour cream? Hey, you know... Especially, I'm in the season of Lent right now, so it's a season of kind of cutting back and all of that. But hey, you don't have to make life harder than it is. I mean, you know, it goes along with my philosophy of um, don't don't cut things that that matter to you. So I found out some time ago that I must have been at a restaurant or something and had real sour <laughs> cream, and I thought, damn, what have I been missing for? You know, I've been eating this fat-free stuff, which is yeah, compound by comparison. And, yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah. it's it's kind of like the the lesson there is, hey, you know what? When you want something uh, good, get, get, go for the real thing. Don't go. And I think I also say in here, don't go for you know, if you want to splurge, don't get a turkey hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> and no. that's ex- that's exactly the way I feel about chocolate. If I'm going to have chocolate, I want to have the real thing. And we're going to take a break right now and hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we will be visiting with the real thing, Gina DeLapa. Joining January Jones as her co-host on the show is Miles Miller, the great success creator. Miles is a two-time best-selling author with books entitled Against the Grain and Successonomics. He continues to transform 100,000 people all over the world through his speaking and training. His uplifting and essential messages like Bulletproof, Time Machine, and Strength in Numbers are impacting every audience he meets. Together with January Jones, they'll explore how to be successful and what steps you can take to achieve the success you want. Visit successhq.net, leadup.biz, and learningbreaks.com. Let me ask you a question. Are you still wondering who killed Kennedy? Over 50 years later, the assassination is still a mystery. It is unfinished business for our country. Now, get ready for a theory that you've never heard before 
but will make more sense than any other conspiracy theory that you've ever heard in the past. January Jones speaks the unspeakable in her book, Jackie, Ari, and Jack, The Tragic Love Triangle, connecting Jackie and Aristotle Onassis romantically prior to JFK's assassination. Did you know that Ari was Jackie's guest in the White House during the JFK funeral? He was the only non-family member who was invited by Jackie to stay there during the funeral. Aristotle Onassis was one of the wealthiest men in the world, with the means, the motive, and the money to order an assassination that was the perfect crime of the last century. Ari needed class, and Jackie needed cash. They were perfect for each other. Now, what is Camelot? It is but another tragic love triangle. Jackie, Ari, and Jack is available at JanuaryJones.com, Amazon.com, and Audiobooks.com, read by Ms. Jones. What is AATH? The Association for Applied and Therapeutic Humor is a nonprofit, member-driven, international community of humor and laughter professionals and enthusiasts. AATH provides its members the education, cutting-edge resources, and supportive community they need to excel in the practice and promotion of healthy humor. AATH welcomes anyone who is interested in learning more about the application and benefits of therapeutic humor. Members include scholars, psychologists, counselors, nurses, social workers, physicians, educators, clergy, hospital clowns, and many others who incorporate humor in their life and work. AATH was created to disseminate information about humor and laughter, laughter play in well-being, provide a caring, supportive community of humor professionals and enthusiasts. Check out our AATH at www.aath.org today. Welcome back with our wonderful and wise guest today, Gina DeLapa. Gina, could you share your website information and share with my listeners how they can get your book? Sure. Uh, just go to StuffYouAlreadyKnow.com. You uh, is spelled out Y-O-U. So StuffYouAlreadyKnow.com. You can read an excerpt. There are links there to uh, to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, you can also sign up for my um, my free ebook. It's just separate from the the book book, but a little taste, if you will. Uh, conversations that count. You'll see that on the right side. Oh. Part of that, you'll you'll get my free uh, Monday newsletter called Monday Morning Pep Talk. So I really encourage people to to go to that site, stuffyouallreadyknow.com, and and sign up and see what it's all about. There's a lot of ways to interact on the site. There's a lot of good uh, blog material. Uh, anyway, so m- much there to uh, to tap into. Okay, well, thank you for sharing. And, you know, I want to share that uh, I'm only up to page 16, and there are a total of 150 wonderful, wonderful pages in this book. And it looks to me like, uh, Gina, I'm going to have to invite you back because I hope to get through the whole book in time as time goes by. Number 52. Don't go to your boss with a problem until you've already thought of a solution. That is great, great advice. Yes, I think I learned that from my mother <laughs> early on because all of us out there have a boss, whether even if we're in business for ourselves or the customer is the boss. 
But, you know, we're being paid to solve problems, not bring mm-hmm. problems to someone's door. And so uh, every boss will, will be so much more respectful and, and cooperative if you say, here's the problem, here's how I think we should go about solving mm-hmm. it, but I wanted to, to get your input. And they're going to just, yeah, they're going to love it when you take that approach. Oh, yeah. And plus, you're giving them the solution that they probably haven't had time to think of themselves. Number right. 58. Well, this is great because if you've ever had to fire someone, this is the best advice I've ever read. When you have to fire someone, get it out in the first sentence. That yeah. is the right thing to do. You just don't want to keep people dangling, do you? No, and you don't want to leave it open to interpretation. You don't want to, and you don't want to give yourself time to to hedge or reconsider. Like, oh, I went in there to break up with this person or to fire this person, and uh, it turns mm-hmm. out we're going to Florida instead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you want to like, shh, yeah, do the exact opposite, but but we can talk ourselves out of things. And uh, yeah, and I tell the story in the front of the book about how. When I was 11 and I wanted to quit piano lessons, my, my mother finally agreed, but she said, uh, you're going to have to call your teacher and tell her yourself. I'm 11 <sighs> years old, and anyway, wow. but I think I used this <laughs> principle, like, you know, hi, Mrs. Funk. I, I didn't use the word fire, but I just let her know up front that uh, I would not be taking piano lessons with her anymore. It was the hardest thing I think I'd ever had to do up until that point in my young life. But, uh, but yeah, it is very effective. I'm glad someone taught that to me. Sure, sure. Uh, quickly, I just want to share, place the name tag on your right lapel so that when you go to shake hands, your name will be more prominent. Good, good advice. Now, Gina, talk about 59. We only have a minute and a half. Remember the golden rule, but live by the platinum rule. We all know the golden rule. Share the platinum rule with my listeners, please. Sure. The platinum rule says, do unto others as they would have done to themselves. And I think a good example of that is uh, surprise parties. You know, just because I would like a surprise party, and I'm not saying I would, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what what's fun for one person might be stressful to another. And so we always have to look at it through the lens of the person on the receiving end. You know, uh-huh. uh, if I bring you uh, red wine because I like red wine, you might mm-hmm. say, I don't like red wine. I like white wine. Why are you bringing me red? It's like, well, I'd enjoy it. Well, that's the golden rule. But the platinum rule says, you know, look at it from, from your perspective. Well, just briefly, I want to share two more tips for our listeners. They're fabulous. Number 64, don't go grocery shopping when you're hungry. (laughs) Very good. And number 65, for all my listeners out there who might be alone, don't date when you're lonely. Great, great advice. And uh, we'll close with remind yourself each morning, my goal today is to feel great. And I have to confess, Gina, it's really been great having you here with us on the show. And I look forward to inviting you back again and again. Oh, thank you, January. It's been my pleasure as well. Okay. To my wonderful listeners, we hope you've enjoyed the show today as much as I've enjoyed doing it. My upcoming guests will all amaze, amuse, and astonish you just like Gina. This is the show where you hear inspiring information that will help you to become successful too. I would love to welcome you to our wonderful no-whining world. When you can, sign on to my website, JanuaryJones.com. Also, if you would like to be a guest like Gina or advertise with 
us, just go to info at JanuaryJones.com. We love sharing our stories and our struggles and our secrets for success. Remember my mantra, if you think it, then you can do it. So now, dear friends, please stop with the whining and then start smiling and then start sharing our show with everyone you know. And if that doesn't work, start eating chocolate. Lots and lots of real dark chocolate. (laughs) Again, thank you to my wonderful guest, Gina DeLapa. This is January Jones thanking you for joining me today on my journey and reminding you to take care and stay safe as we close with music by Sorantos. Hi, this is Sorantos. Check out my trending rock song called Nothing to Hide. 33% of all profits for this song are going straight to the American Cancer Society. Sitting on the stairs Staring at the dark I hope you enjoyed my song. Listen to my other songs for free on my website at www.melogia.com. We want to thank you for listening to January Jones Sharing Success Stories. Always remember Ms. Jones' personal mantra, if you can think it, you can do it. That's what all of our guests have done with their lives, and so can you. You are the ultimate success coach in your own life. All you need to do will be to start sharing your own story with your family and friends. We hope that our guest stories will encourage you to explore an equation in your future that will combine your creativity, plus connecting with others will enable you to be successful too. Always remember, your passion plus your purpose will equal prosperity as you explore the wonderful world of January Jones. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.